to answer your question about why don't we support one another, we don't have the confidence to do it. Or maybe we don't know how because we're used to how we grew up. You know, um, that 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 uh, crab in the barrel mentality. Like, I got I, I to gotta, I gotta outdo Mike. I got to do a Penrose. I got to do Bailey. I got to do outdo Kyle. I got to do outdo Big Roy. Like, I got to be the big dog. I want to be the the star of this team. Mm-hmm. Dog Michael Jordan didn't win the rings back in Chicago when I was living out there by himself. Mm-hmm. Shaq or Kobe didn't win the rings by themselves. You can mm, you can do so much by yourself. You go farther with a team. It's your boy Verse, and this is Open Mic with OTR Mike. Shit, yeah. Yo, 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 what up, good people? It's your boy, OCR Mike. Let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. Man, that's right. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And today is going to be no different. Look, man, you know how I like to start every show. I thank y'all for rocking with me, man. The solo journey I've been doing, I'm getting used to it. Getting I'm getting better each week, I think, man. But I appreciate y'all for being here, checking in every week. Um, got a special episode for y'all this week, man. I'm gonna be joined by a brother of mine. Um, and look, I'm gonna let him, you know, introduce himself. Um, and and because nobody could do it better than himself. But man, listen. This brother's been working. You can see the title of this episode, Podcast Hall of Famer, D. Murph. Uh, man, <laughs> look, I'm going to just bring him up, you know, and I'm going to let him give you a little bit of who he is, and then I'll explain to you why I call him a Podcast Hall of Famer. D. Murph, man, welcome to Open Mic with your boy, man. What's up? Hey, hey, first of all, no, thank you, brother. It's an honor. Like I tell anybody that I've been fortunate enough to be in a like first 20 to 30 episodes. And y'all decide to hit me up. Thank you. I don't take that lightly. For those uh first time listeners, my name is uh D Murph, host two platforms, a sports show titled Why Not Sports, where we talk about the good, bad, and the ugliest sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Flagrant 2, which is similar to uh, Open Mic with OTR Mike, it's an open forum where, where guests can tell their truth without no restrictions and no judgments because I'm not the one to judge when I got my own opportunities as a person. So been doing it for uh, for about seven years, August of 2016 to be exact, what got me into this podcast community. I've been fortunate enough to work with this brother as your host, as my brother, and uh, just good to be on his platform. I'm just, I'm sure I'm gonna show some uh, some vulnerability as a man who has thick skin. Whether I play basketball, you can say boo twenty four boo Murphy, you suck. I don't know why you playing whatever until this point where I'll show my vulnerability to where, you know, you can't please everybody. So uh, now that I know that, Hey, that's why I still got a full head of hell. (laughs) I'm not going to let you stress me out. Not like that. No, sir. No way. No, how (laughs) appreciate you Mike for having me on brother. Oh man. Look, this is the pleasure is all mine, man. I appreciate you. Uh, This is a little different, man. Like, like you said, I'm usually, I'm usually on on your two platforms, man, and we yep. dropping heat yep. on that, of course, and which you, you yes know, you do and you yeah. have, and we got some new coming on 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 uh, why not sports and flagrant two that we got some some heat coming. The real there. flagrant two, right? Look, do we need to address that? <laughs> do we need to address that? You know, we had the same. That's that's another way that me and Murph connected. You know, shout out to OTR off the record, man. We had a situation, right? You know, where some someone was using the name, and you know, we had to, we had to do, what we had to do. Now Murph had the same thing, and 
I don't know if you want to go and you know. We can, man. I, I won't. I won't be too messy with it. But at the same time, imitation is the best form of flattery, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I tell anybody that is confident in their brand or whatever they do, get the paperwork, get the patents, get the trademark, like all that. So if you check out Flagrant Two in Instagram, Flagrant Two Pod underscore, you'll see. Somewhere, a few posts to where you see the actual trademark of the Fragrant 2 uh, podcast has been trademarked from the U.S. trademark attorney. I'm going to just leave it like that. So <laughs> those other people who has helped me by using the name or, or similarly, if that's even a word, who use the name. Thank you for the downloads, the exposure mm-hmm. and the viewership. It, it continues to help me uh, put myself uh, in the uh, elite status as a. Uh, podcaster about seven years over 500 episodes over 250 plus guests from everyday people to some exclusive interviews from iconic individuals in our community just giving a brother on this end uh, an opportunity just to you know shine light on onto their story 100 percent, man and you said that perfectly without getting too messy but it was enough in there to let it look know. it up you know right <laughs> We ain't playing no games, okay? Sure. Like that's sure. that's that's how it is. But let, look, man, let's get into Murph the person, man, because you know um, I want my listeners to get to know you, um, you know, as well as they can, and then I want them to go over there and follow your work, man, and you'll get to know Murph Murph a little more in depth. But Murph, man, um, you know I know you, right? You family man, you know career guy. Uh, great person, man. Um, Appreciate that. But you know, I don't know if you could tell. You know, Murph sitting down, but Murph is six seven. <laughs> <laughs> Murph yeah, is a big guy. Um, yeah. You know, and he didn't waste his height. Murph was a ball player, man. And um, you know, you speak about it on your show. You know, um, you and I haven't really, really talked about it between us. You know, but I'm interested yeah. in knowing you know, about my brother, man. So, you know, tell, tell the folks, man, um, how that went for you, man. And, and how, you know, I always like, you know, former athletes and, you know, I always like to ask like, you know, how was the process, you know, through high school recruitment process and then, you know, post-college, you know, how did, how did all of that go for you, man? And, and honestly, where did you get your love? For basketball and when did you start was it was it day one started with the hoops or was it later you know did you start later on um you know in age or whatever then you started you started the hoop so for me before i answer that question great question so for the listeners out there i want you to know i currently in houston it is a thunderstorm so hopefully it doesn't cut us out or cut me out and 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 mess up us record. So I want to make sure I put that disclaimer out early. I'm gonna answer the question, Mike, but at the same time, I I have to give the backstory. That's that's important. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, um, to Derek Murphy and and Ed Strong, which um, Pops was on. Why not Sports? Love you, Pops. Check out that episode. And then I had Mom. Love you, Mom on the flagrant two uh, if you check out the website www.dmerspeaks.com you will see um, that same description and uh, just check the click the soundcloud links for both platforms those will be the very first episodes to uh, get more insight and more depth of me and my parents so growing up um in the early 80s and mom being by herself, you know, especially in Gary, Indiana, there was a lot of, you know, crime, drugs, and with her doing what she could as a young mom, with me being full of energy, she was like, I need to do or give this boy something. No melatonin. I know we you know, <laughs> like no, give this boy something else. Right. He used that energy. She put the basketball in my hand, let her tell it. And she, she told me three years old. In my eyes, I think 
I was probably doing that in her belly, right. moving and shaking, crossing over. You know what I mean? But she told me three. I, I'm not going to, you know, dis, disrespect my mom and say, you're lying. So at, at the age of three, she put a ball in my hand because she wanted me to be tough because I, I was surrounded by her and my grandmother. Again, RIP, Granny, I love you. I miss you. And just I just didn't have no male role model. Um, my father was uh, not around. He was in, as he liked to say, um, a five by nine to where he wasn't able to see me on a consistent basis. Like I said, we talked about that. So it's nothing, you know, under the sun. And um, she just saw me light up. She saw that regardless if it was raining outside, whether it was snowing outside, I still wanted to practice the game of basketball. And um, once I got the love for it, my height started going uh, up with my talent and love for the sport. So, in eighth grade, in sixth grade, I want to give a shout out to uh, my positive male role model at the time he was married to my mom, John E. Anderson. He, uh, the second, he, you got to include the second. He uh, saw something in me to where he was like, we need to give you more exposure. You're going to have to leave Gary. That's what it is, man. So he was working out there in Chicago, uh, south suburbs of Chicago. And he was like, you know, once you get through middle school, you're going to go to high school. You're not going to have no friends. Uh, you're just going to be the new kid in, on the block. And as y'all get to know me, I'm like, word, I get a fresh start. They don't know me. I don't know them. So, hey, let's let's make it happen. So um, end up going to uh, high school in uh, Chicagoland area and uh, just had a knack for it, man. And, you know, at that time, you know, for those who know about basketball, you think of New York, Chicago, L.A. I was in Chicago where Kevin Garnett, where Antoine Walker, like those were the guys I looked up to knowing that I was in the area. And in my era, we had a few, we had a few of them, a few of them that I played with uh, consistently played with and played against. Um, people ask me even to this day, why don't you say the names? Cause I'm humble about it, you know, but I do, I will say, look it up. I will say, look it up. There has been a few uh, Instagram posts and if Mike bring it out of me, cool. But if not, <laughs> I'll be able to play with the top uh, 75 player of all time, numerous NBA players. And just that mentality from a blue collar town, Gary, Indiana, Chicago area is hard nosed, tough, like if you look at Pat Beverly, tough. Not too sure about the Anthony Davis consistently, but he do shows, you know, moments to where he can be tough mentally and, and still have that mindset and physically, you know, do his thing. So just coming up in the ranks, again, if I didn't play the game the way I played, I'm not sure if I would be scholarship bound. Um, mom, not paying for my education. And I knew that realistically. How many of us, as we was talking about before, Mike, like the first to go to college on a scholarship, a D1 scholarship? Before, you know, me, never. So that was my fuel. And then also not to see my mom struggle or my granny or anyone have to go out of their way to work extra or, or go above and beyond to 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 supply my dream. You know what I mean? But my faith in God and just knowing that my gift will make room for me. I, I would get up at 7 a.m. during the off season, um, during the summertime, especially. It was times, Mike, I didn't even take jobs. I'm like, I'm going to the NBA. I'm going, I'm going somewhere. Like I'm, well, how are you going to pay for? It? I don't care. I'm not worried about money. Mm, that leads to even today, forget the money. I'm doing what I love. Ain't that crazy how uh, life works out? Mm -hmm. So um, I played on freshman, did my thing, but I wasn't even, I was still coming into myself. So my high school, because it was a basketball, it's a city's basketball season, so we had a sophomore team. We didn't play as many games. They wanted me to play varsity in the sophomore year, but I didn't want to. Cause I wasn't confident. I wasn't physically ready. I was like six, two, six, three, one seventy. Yeah. I'm a stick. 
But my junior year came. And this is good, Mike, as I as I reflect. They was like, Murph, if you're going to be a, a post, why are you wearing 24? I said, because I can shoot like a two. I play like a four. So if you look in the middle, I'm a three. I can go inside or go outside. And in my school history, no post had no lower numbers coming from my era. For those you know OGs, like, man, yeah, if you was a post, you was 30, 40, or 50. Right, I right. Mean, <laughs> look, look, look at my Instagram. Look at my Instagram. I, I, I've, I've posted a few pictures. They were earlier on. I think the most recent one was like early 2022 or late 2021. But yeah, number 24. So they talk about, oh, Murph, you was trying to be Kobe with your hair, with your look. Nah, I wore 24 while Kobe was wearing number eight. True fact. So I, I, I was able to, you know, uh, have the seniors let this junior come on the varsity and wear number 24. The school was like, who does dude think he is? D Murph promise you so I, I made all district all conference um was an all-state nominee as a junior average 14 points 11 boards two steals two blocks cool my senior year come the big man on campus i already knew i already knew what it was my show my 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 school and the same confidence you hear in my voice now is what it was like today Maybe with not as much maturity, but I already knew this is my team. So um, came into my senior year, was uh, preseason, all-state preseason, all-conference, preseason MVP. Like this, this, you know, at that time, I grew a couple inches. I'm 6'6", 180. Like, oh, <laughs> like, man. So for those knee problems that I had, them back problems, got some growing spurts, and it showed. Paid it, you know, it, it paid. It, it paid. It paid us whole. Took a toll on me. It paid its price, but with, with the proper stretching and being a team around me, was able to get me right. So I ended my senior year with shoe boxes of, of scholarship offers. Average twenty two and ten. All state, like I said, play in the programs in Chicago. That's huge. So I'm getting exposure. I'm I'm loving life. Um, at the time, I had to. I was a late signee to my four year school, uh, Texas A and M and Corpus Christi, who are now in the Southland conference when i was there we were in the independent so as independent you know you can you can play anybody they consider you if you're not the the powerhouse schools or power five duke unc you know michigan you consider a cupcake so again i'm cool with that because i'm used to competition i'm not afraid of competition so i end up doing my thing there um, but i'm gonna backtrack a little bit my junior year, I was captain. My senior year, clearly captain. So I go to AM Corpus Christi right off the rip, captain. Yeah, I'm from the Midwest, Chicago land area. But one thing my coach told me once I signed on that dotted line, when <laughs> it must be again, y'all, y'all gotta bear with me. I'm on a I'm on the other line with a guy from, from DMV. I was in the DMV. I was in the DMV when I got that call from Ronnie Arrow, Coach Ronnie Arrow, because I, I was looking at Virginia Tech, George Mason. I was like, forget, it. I'm, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the East Coast. I end up signing that dotted line for Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Um, he said he loved my energy, he loved my my communication. And my leadership skills. And to this day, Big Mike, again, as I reflect, I do not know the person. The I don't know who because they were not on my radar at all. It was a lot of schools, obviously, from the Midwest. I didn't want to do code. 
like I told you guys earlier in the show, I had to hoop when it was snowing. I mean, I didn't have to, but I did because I love the game. But after a while, I knew my body was like, Murph, you know, you know, you got to get up a little bit earlier, right? To shovel that snow before and after games. And you're going to get tired after a while, especially as you continue to live life. Your time is precious. So anyway, so I was like, you know what, Lord, if I can go somewhere south, bet I take it. Again, out of the out of the blue, my mom called me like, "You need to call this coach from Texas ASAP." Like he got like he needs you. Call him. I called him up. I visited him. I went to go visit the campus a week later. So again, world, I had a lot of offers, shoe boxes. Derek Murphy, we love to have you. The, you know, just the the the, the recruiting uh, pitch. If I wouldn't have went to Texas a and Corpus Christi, um, I had Northern Iowa, uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. That was another one. Um, I think, uh, man, I think Evansville. Uh, I was I was a mid major, mid major. Like I said, I was kind of afraid to go to them bigger schools. I could have walked on. But I'll at being six six one ninety, that's a shooting guard, and I'm not a shooting guard. I'm I'm a low post banger. Like I'm 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 an inside presence, but I can score. I can dribble. You know what I mean? So I didn't really get those type of looks. But I had a lot of mid majors. Uh, Wichita State was another one. But it was just interesting. The only Texas school. The only Texas school. With the best weather, temperature wise, was the one I went to. <laughs> I gotta give him a shout out. So, coming in as a captain, and um, like I said, we played against University of Illinois, which was number two in the country. University of Texas, which was uh, number five in the country, we played them. University of Hawaii made their all tournament team, and just ended my career, man. Shooting, I think. As of right now, I was I was definitely the first person to lead the field goal percentage in the school history with over 60 percent. Also, I led all independent schools with 60 percent. But I think I was the very first person in school's history to do 60 percent for a season. Obviously, that's been broken a few times, but um, I ended the uh my career as a top 10 rebounder offensively and defensively top 10 in rebounds and to this day the field goal percentage of 60 percent i believe is in the top five so um end up getting my degree in accounting because i knew basketball even though ball is life i know in my age especially now i won't be able to play it at the level i once played and uh was able to balance academically athletically and having fun as a teenager, right? So um, hopefully that answers your questions overall. Because like I said, the recruiting process was crazy because I told my mom no to a lot of schools, and she knew that. So at that time, we didn't have cell phones. They had to talk through your parents or your mom in this case. So-and-so, nope, it's too cold. Nope, nope, nope. But school in Texas, who? Okay, give me the number. Uh, yeah, man. A lot man. of prayer, a lot of faith. Hey, look, man, I I love it. I love that answer, man. I because like I said, man, we, you know, we talk we talk frequently, man, and and mm-hmm. and uh, we never, you know, I I I don't get in folk business, you know. what I mean, I know you sharing on your show, you know, but um, I, we never really got to talk, you For know, sure. of how that how that process went, and man, and uh, and, and because. Yo, you you're a very humble dude. So like, it's not like you be like, man, you know, I was I was all state this and all that. You know what I mean? Like you you always say, man, look, if you're interested, look it up. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, so you know, I, I, we never really got to go in depth of it like that, man. So I appreciate that. And that this go to show, man, for recruiting. Like weather plays a part. You know what I mean? That plays a part in too. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I'm still in Texas now. Right. <laughs> it plays it plays a major part, man, of where you go, man. And uh I appreciate you sharing that, man. Um but I look, 
because I wanted them to to get to know a little bit about you, um, you know, and that's that's what they got. They 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 got a good good put good part right there. Young but young D Murph. Young yeah, D-Murf. young D Murph. Talk right? a lot. Um, talk a lot of shit. <laughs> confident. Yeah, like, like I'm just being honest. Like this is who I am today. But young D Murph, it was a bull. Head yeah. down, boom, running through Killer. whatever he could. Yeah. Not as respectfully, but running through the opposition yeah, and opposition yeah. to get the goals that he wanted. You know, some people got a dirty mind, Mike. So I yeah, make sure yeah, I you know. I'm that. sure a couple of my listeners. So you're one of them jocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, running through obstacles and oppositions. Okay? <laughs> Look, a couple of my listeners, yeah, they they going to take it that way. Thank but... you. I've been doing this for a long time. I know, how, <laughs> I know how some of y'all be thinking. <laughs> but... You know, uh, so and and look to be. I think that's what's missing. You know, we're gonna go on a little a little sports tangent here, but I think that's what's mentioned missing in today's game with with these young kids coming up. Uh, a lot of them lack that killer instinct, right? Um, now a little bit of a little bit of a confidence, right, is taken the wrong way now, like. Where back in your time, back in you know our day, you know that was a part of it. Like for me to get and complete this goal, man, I got to have this in me, right? You in front of me, the opposition, man. I'm I, I got to run through you. Now after the game, it's all love, but I got to run through you. And I think, uh, you know, in, in some facets, man, that that's missing in today's game. Man, these kids don't they lack that that killer instinct, you know, and and that. You know, when I see you across the floor from me, across across the field, whatever whatever realm it may be, you know, at that moment, you know, it's me versus you. We seen we seen last night or yesterday. You know, when LeBron walked up on Dylan Brooks, facts. You know, we don't know what he said to him, but we know it's something along the lines of like, "Yo, you didn't fucked up." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To interview <laughs> after that game too. Yeah. What yeah. did LeBron say? Crickets. Yep. Smart answer, young man. Yep. Stay in your lane. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, you know, you gotta have that, you know, as a part of your game, man. But let's move on to adult D Murph, right? Um, you know, like I said, I dubbed this this episode podcast Hall of Famer, man, and that is, you know, nothing but a salute to you. Um because, like you said, just about seven years in this game, um, 500 episodes. I don't know if y'all heard that, but he said 500 episodes, man, and that is a lot in this game. And counting. And counting. <laughs> and, and you know, I was a part of that journey, of the, the sure. road to Thank 500. You, as well, for sure. Yeah, man. And, and like, that just tells you the type of work that Murph has been put in, putting in in this game. I mean, award-winning podcaster. As he said, man, humbly, you know, he didn't mention any names, but I'm gonna drop a few, right? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't mentioned any names. <laughs> Yolanda Adams, right? Yolanda Adams, uh, Scoop, the great Scoop Jackson. Um, you know, he had power for all of my my old school cartoon lovers and and, and shows. He had he had a Power Ranger on the show. Um, that's the name of few man, Murph. I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, man, his name slips me. The uh, football player, um, Mike Brockers, Mike, Mike, Brockers. Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Mike Brockers. Yeah, like Brockers <laughs> was supposed to. Be, he was supposed to come to Baltimore. I was upset. He, he, you know, something <laughs> happened, and he ended up going back yeah, to right. to few. the Rams, man. But that's just the name of few man, Murph. You know what got you into this game, man, and and. You know, what made you, as, as you know, to piggyback off the question of, you know, what made you fall in love with basketball, man? What made you, what made you get into this? What made you fall in love with content creating, man, as you, as you moved into your adult, your adult life? So uh, for me, and as and you, you're catching me at the a, at a right time. I'm all about reflection right now on what, what, what blessings have been, you know, coming my way. Once I graduated, once I was done with basketball, uh, my baby girl was, you know, in the oven. So I was like, man, my father wasn't in my life. 
think it's okay for me to lead a game because I would hear you're going to need the game of basketball. That's all you know. Nah, no more than just a game. So I, my stubbornness, which I'll admit, I'm stubborn. I'm very headstrong. As I said, I'm, I get so locked in. I'm, I'm knocking over doors to get what I want and what I believe. So I left the game in sports alone, man. Up, um, like I said, graduating, taking a job in multi-unit management slash sales. Did that for a couple of years. Realized, you know what? I'm tired of talking. Like if I'm having a bad day as a parent with very little guidance, that took a toll on me mentally. So I said, man, I don't want to do the sales stuff. I just, you know. So I stayed in the multi-unit management uh, field and got into the world of logistics up until six months ago. That's all I did as far as my full-time career. So 2016 come. Well, 2015, the, the, the Christmas of 2015, I'm looking at, I'm looking at um, my son, Derek, D3. I had a long day at work. I said, no, he need to he needs to see, he needs to know who his daddy really is. Like he shouldn't have to, your daddy was a great ball player when he was playing high school and college ball. He was dot 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 dot. I said, all right, I gotta do something. And and I thank God that he was patient with me because we were f- verbally, I would fight with him. God, I'm not happy with life. No, I wasn't going to do nothing on the deep end because I have kids. And I say, I have my baby girl, um, you know, in, in 2006. But it, almost 10 years later, literally, you know, I, I pushed my, my, I put my first, first episode out. So I'm, I'm looking up stuff. Again, reflection. I will always have people tell me, Murph, you have a strong voice, how you present yourself. You know, were you ever the captains on your team? I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. So you have the ability to bring a group of people together for a common goal. I say, yeah, you're right. Have you thought about being a speaker, being a radio host? I'm like, eh, hmm. or a coach. Eh, don't pay enough. And then, like I said, I just got so fed up with the job. I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this for the rest of my life. I'd rather do something I love and not get paid for than get paid for something I don't love. So on this note, Lord, I'm about to go on the journey. I'm done with hooping because I need to be around my kids. But what can I do that I truly love is for the most part convenient. Won't take too much out of me financially, mentally, physically. You know, um, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, while I was working at this job, see, I said job. And I gave her a shout out. I'll give her another one. Miss Lorraine Fox, the mother of De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento Kings. She saw how the people will respect me. She saw how the people would you know, look at me with the utmost respect as a manager. And she said, you know, a lot of kids, a lot of athletes can use someone like you. Have you thought about pouring into kids? That was early of 2016. I was like, No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Because she was like, you know, at that time he was at the high school level. And just saying that, you know, because she'd been around the circuit, AAU, just hooping around, you know, just around hoopers and student athletes. And it was like, they really need that. And again, I didn't have no one pour that into me prior, not to that magnitude to where it resonated. So when I was ultimately making my decision, I, I, I remember hearing her voice pulling me to the side. 
And I said, once he signed to Kentucky, I said, oh, this is real. Oh, this is real. I said, I don't, like I said, it just sparked something in me to be like, you know what? I need to figure something out, Lord. I don't know what. I don't know what. So for months, I'm like, Lord, all right, it's getting close. I'm, you know, I can feel it. What is it? Why not? Why, why not what? Like, I don't, why not sports? Why not sports? Like, yo, that's the title of my show. And I love D Murph. Even in high school, you called me D Murph, Murph. Like, that's just, that's me. So everything, like the flagrant two with D Murph. So that's how the title, Why Not Sports, come about. And then it's crazy. Like, I tell people, I couldn't have came up with Why Not Sports, where you talk about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. Because I won awards in my multi-unit management. I won, um, well, won. I've earned bonuses um, because I was salary, which I didn't like. That's another story. But they will have me go help other people, teams, and groups to see how or learn some, you know, tactics or things that they can you know, implement to help their team or their groups out. And I just said, I got to do something on my own. So that's how Why Not Sports, you know, came about. And first episode was solo for the first 10 episodes. And then, again, it just hit me. That's when, uh, shout out to Big Roy, Roy Boy. I was like, again, used to work with him prior in the field of logistics, he fit the motto. He was a former athlete who, again, to Miss Lorraine's point, who's doing great things outside of their sport once their career is done. So I said, let me bring on another guy. Bet this is, I don't know what this, why not sports going to bring to you, to me, but it's going to be a, a household name. I promise you, because we fit the motto. You talk about the football aspect. I talk about basketball. Of course, we know all sports. And we just, you know, we fed off each other very well. So after the first 10 episodes, he became, you know, my co-host for Why Not Sports. And from there, <laughs> guests from everywhere started coming. Um, the biggest guest that really gave me the boost of confidence well, it was two of them. One for sports media attention was B Dot, uh, Brandon Armstrong, the NBA impersonator. Now you see guys following his lead. You know what I mean? At that time, back in 2017, um, the um, the Super Bowl that when it came to Houston, when the Patriots played the Falcons, there was a whole bunch of people here. So I went to uh, one of his events. And linked up with him personally and things like that. And he was like, yeah, man, I love what you do, man. I'd love to be a part of that show. Because he, you know, basketball player, turned that into where he's impersonating James Harden, Russell Westbrook, was on a Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. So now I get this locked in. That shows my sports media credibility. He did the show. Boom. That's when the brand for sports media-wise took off. The person that made the brand take off as far as at, uh, of, 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 of that iconic level was the great Leon Robinson. Um, he's been on the shore, the shore. He's been on the show four times. Yes. Yeah, I'm talking about Tom Shep, who's was balling in Coleroids, mm -hmm. who played on Temptations, who played on the five heartbeats, who played in cool runnings, yeah, that that it took a yeah. picture. I went to New York, like 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 it was very vital in my brand being an established brand from someone of that magnitude to where now you have to take me serious. So um, so yeah, that's how the why not sports and me getting the content creation came about. Um, my love you pops episode opened up the door for the flagrant two because we didn't talk much sports. And the flagrant two came about where it's an open-ended form where guests, you know, can tell their truth without no judgment or restriction. Like I said, my pops talked about his time being locked up. I didn't judge. I, hey, you know, so that's what led that. So just content creation, man, just giving me the opportunity 
as well as you of having a platform where people, especially us, can feel comfortable. Because typically we always, let me rephrase it, most of the time we're being judged. Because I have a motto, I tell my kids, somebody going to always say something. Somebody is not going to like you. Yep. And now that I know that, just do you. And then whoever rock with you, whoever wants you, as they say, what wants you, what you want wants you. That's vibes, karma, like whatever you put out, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. I just love the fact that I get to talk to people again. Like I told you, shout out to my granny. I remember the long, you know, rides. She she didn't take the uh, tollway or expressway. She took the back roads. The she back roads. <laughs> yeah. So our conversations. <laughs> oh, we will stop by the gas station a few times throughout the week when she had a four cylinder car. But anyway, my point is. We had great dialect dialogue back and forth to where I'm like, yo, this is dope. So just again, as I reflect and giving as many people their flowers or their respect as I can, as I'm thinking about it, I said, you know what? I want something like that. The Flaker 2 was going to be an independent solo, similar to what you are doing with Open Mic with OTR Mike. And then I, I started getting more guests like, yo, I would love to be a part of your show. I'm like, whoa. So between juggling both platforms, I love it. And I don't, you know, I just, I just love to learn new things from different people. And, you know, like I was telling people to this day, outside of Kendall Gill, who NBA player, he came back to, um, you know, our high school. I didn't have too many people pouring into to me, even in college. I didn't have some of the, the past players come back. That's why part of my mission is to, Oh man, Murph, Chicago land area. Murph, can you come speak in Chicago? Murph, can you come talk to the kids at, at, at your alma mater, Texas A&M and Corpus? Bet I got you. And and so far, it's paying dividends for things that I didn't have. So I didn't have to bump my head along this uh, journey called life without the proper mentorship or vital information. Damn, Murph. That's why. I, look, man. This is why I wanted you on, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we don't we'll get we don't we don't you, always, you the we host, don't. you always the host, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's yeah. good to you know, we and we've done other people's show together, right? Shout out to Jay Bug where where we were sure. guests. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? But like, you know, this this is this is dope, man. And I got one more thing for you, man. Um, and I think this is this is perfect for you to be uh a part of this conversation. One Right. For people who don't know, you know, me and Murph, we met in this podcast thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we eventually, you know, got to meet in person, which was dope. You know, Murph was in the area at a speaking engagement. You know what I mean? Like doing this thing. He was coming here. You know, he, he wanted yeah, to be everywhere. I've been in yeah. L.A., East yeah. Coast, West Coast, down south, <laughs> up right. north, he, for real. That's why working. I had to summon in the East Coast in New yeah. York. Yeah, I mean, he working. You know what I mean? And and um, he was coming this way. You know, DMV area, and I'm like, man, you know, let, let's link. So we, I did get the pleasure to meet him in person. But I did an episode, man, about you know getting more support. Right. From people who you don't know. Right. Um, You know, like. Why do you think that is, man? And and what do you think about that? And then on top of that, like, you know, you named a group of guys who you didn't grow up with, you know, Penrose, myself, BTG, 12 Kyle, you know, some guys that you made relationships in this podcast game. Um, you know, that are dope. Like, why you think that is, man? And and how you feel about it? Like I said, and um, and just overall, what do you think about the relationships that you coming into the content creation side of things, man? Has has allowed you to build, man? Outside of, I mean, because somebody like you, you know, was an athlete. You know, you meet people along the road because you playing against. Like you said, top 75 folks, you know, you playing on the pro-am, you, you playing D1 ball. So you meet a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. You traveling and stuff like that. 
But what do you think about, you know, that side of it and then the relationships that becoming a content creator has allowed you to build? So for me, as I stated earlier, uh, Big Mike, you know, somebody going to always have something to say. Positive or negative. More times than not negative. Because what spreads faster? Negative. People are not going to always like you. And um, this is where, again, this is, you, you caught me at a time of reflection. So on my father's side, my grandmother was a deacon in the church. She was very spiritual, you know, praying for me, all that good stuff. I, I, I believe that's where my core of my spirituality has came from. Because even Pops, Pops, you know, is a deacon. So you're going to have people, if people show you who they are, that's who they are. And the fact that I was able to, you know, kind of have that instilled in me early. You know, that, that was, that was key. So when I came into this podcast game, I knew I came into it without looking for friends. If that makes sense. Like I said, I can be cordial. I can be respectful, but I'm not coming in. Please be my friend. Please like my podcast. Please like, and subscribe. I didn't come in doing that. My intent was to come in, do you what you know, and see how it goes from there. So, you know, coming in, realizing that it was a it was a group of us. And just like anything, just like high school, that one list, like, okay, I think I know you coming. I know you're getting that, Murph. We all was tight in high school. But after high school, how many of us are still in communication? How many of us in high school go to each other's barbecues or events facts we follow each other on facebook and social media again it's still good but how many of us after them years really progress and grow together you know what i mean so again it's not a knock that's just how life is from the way i see it and how i interpret it coming into this podcast game so when you include like you said the names big roy you penrose 12 kyle uh baylor just to name a few, it's just like, it, it was just organic. It wasn't forced. It wasn't like, like I said, please like my show. Please like my show. It was just like, yo, if you're confident in your ability and you're confident enough that you know I'm not here to step on your toes, I don't know if that's a formula but I'm rock with you heavy because all of y'all and y'all all right are dope. And I'm okay with that. Y'all might do certain things. Talk about boxing. Mike, I'm not messing with you on no boxing topic. I can hold my own, but after the seventh round in boxing terms, dog, I'm, I'm, Hey, I'm out. <laughs> I have nothing left in the tank. Penrose, you talk about his, he's a storyteller whether it's military, family man, like he, I'm not messing with him. Baylor, music, West Coast, he, he, I'm not close. 12 Cow, family man, marriage, like a working man, I'm not messing with him. I can hold my own, but I'm not messing with him. Big Roy, football, went to the draft combine, Played at the, I'm not messing with, I can hold my own. OTR Mike. Again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not competing with y'all, but we all have given each other that space to where it's like, yo, that's so-and-so. Hey, how can we Voltron this thing? Put all the pieces together for one mega squad or one mega team or one mega person. And that's what it is, man. And and again, podcasting or content creation has been a big part of giving me that confidence as I once had going into my basketball career. Because whatever city I stepped in or whatever gym, you knew who I was. You, you knew you knew what to get. 
whether you love me or hate me. Same thing with this podcast game. If I step into your city, it's a very good chance I rock with somebody in that city. Same correlation. Whether you love me or hate me, but you know I'm in your town. So when you talk about support, I support anybody. That's what, shout out to Baylor. Love you, bro. Murph, they don't have nothing to say bad about you in this podcast game. You stand out the way. You still do you, but you stand out the way. Because guess what? As soon as they find something, that's your brand. That's your empire. And I worked hard for it. I spent a lot of money on it. I'm not letting certain things or certain people get in the way, but I will support you. I'll be cordial. I'll be respectful because that's what the corporate world has taught me. If across the board, well, Murph is cool. He just kind of to himself. Well, he, but you can say what you want to say, but is he a dick? Is he, is he, is, is he being rude to you? Mm-mm, you just do him. And if you can't respect that, you know, so uh, to to answer your question about why don't we support one another, we don't have the confidence to do it. Or maybe we don't know how because we're used to how we grew up. You know, um, that 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 uh, crab in the barrel mentality. Like, I got mm-hmm. I, I to I outdo Mike. I got to do a Penrose. I got to do Bale. I got to do, I'll do Kyle. I got to do, I'll do Big Roy. Like, I got to be the big dog. I want to be the, the star of this team. Mm-hmm. Dog Michael Jordan didn't win the rings back in Chicago when I was living out there by himself. Mm-hmm. Shaq or Kobe didn't win the rings by themselves. You can mm, you can do so much by yourself. You go farther with a team, and that's the principle for me, man. So I just thank God for brothers such as yourself and those who I have included and other people who has working behind the scenes. So for us not supporting one another, envy, jealousy. Yeah. And, you know, again, I'm okay with that because I got my shooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my squad. Mm-hmm. I got my family. Seven years in this game with the people who I've been able to collaborate with, no matter where you are in your life, you've been on my platform. Mm-hmm. All walks of life, been on my platform. Award winning. I'm an independent content creator. I, I, I'm not sponsored by you know, these big companies yet. But I still get the same love. I'm verified on Instagram and not Twitter. And people say, man, I see it, but you're followers. I'm not worried about the followers. It's the people I'm connected to and connected with on why Instagram was like, yeah, you you ready for that? The magazine articles, the recognition, everything else. They're like, okay, yeah, he's, yeah, we need to verify this account. So, yeah, yeah um, and 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 to speak on that, you know, Murph was um, what was it? It was top forty under top. Was it top forty under forty? Yeah, top forty podcasts under forty. Yeah, for the podcast yeah. magazine. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when I say this brother been working, man, and when I title this, that was a huge honor too. Him, yeah, yeah that, that many of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectfully, it wasn't that many of us. Yeah, I mean, you you've done a lot, man, and um, you know, to double back on you know the question, um, you know, I got homies that and people that I grew up around, you know, you can they can make a country album tomorrow, and I'm gonna spin it, right? That's just who I am, um, you know, but it is weird, and it can be. You know, if you don't know how to handle it, somebody could take it wrong that, you know, I've known you for X amount of years, but you, you won't, you ain't spend my podcast or you ain't, you know what I mean? But, but like you said, man, you know, you live, you learn and you, and you, and you learn how to deal with that. Um, It's just funny and, you know, refreshing how the podcast game and the content creating game has, you know, put people in your life. Well, in other words, man, you probably wouldn't even, you probably wouldn't meet. You, you you might walk down the street, bump into on accident on my bad, bro, and don't know who that was. You know what I mean? Um, and coming into this, man, I thought it would be more of a, you know, that competitive spirit, right? Um, you know, like, just like anything, man, I'm trying to get there. So I ain't, you know, I ain't helping you out, but it was complete opposite. You know, you know, people welcome me in, welcome me and the guys in. 
Um, and it's just been none but support, man. And I think that is dope. Um, and it's, and it's great, you know? So, uh, of course, man, you know, I like to, I like to give flowers, man. And, you know, I want to make sure the world knows and, and my listeners know that, you know, this guy here is, uh, he working, man. And, and, and those who respect the grind, um, this is who you want to look at, you know, Murph, uh, one thing Murph, you know, taught me, you know, in this thing is, look, man, don't feel bad about, though, and I had an episode on about this, my last episode, Life Be Life, and I talked about how, you know, for a good month, you know, I kind of stepped away, um, and, you know, Murph is one of those that taught me, man, don't, don't be ashamed of that, like, it's, it's, you might have to step away, man, but, you know, it's the comeback, just keep going, man, and, and keep pushing, you know, and those little text messages and those, 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 you know, those check-ins, you know, that you do and Pembroke's and those guys do, man, you know, it, it's, 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 like I said, refreshing to get that from people who's, you know, going through the same things and, and in this content world, it's not, you don't go to work and, you know, you can't really express certain things, especially about sure. content creating to people who ain't in the game, you know what I mean? But, people like yourself that understand it um you know i just appreciate that man and you know this was dope bro like this (laughs) this is this is this is what i wanted uh you know i I, you know there's no question that we was gonna drop i want to add one thing before we go man Yeah, yeah as a content creator anything when you go on your own and me and Mike spoke on this on 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 a flaking two episode, and just in life when we or in person when we spoke about it. If you got to step out on your own, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it's okay. Because mm-hmm. it's people I came in with in high school, and this podcast game, the podcast game, they come and go or they're gone. And them same people or groups. Either don't talk to me or I don't talk to them. I'm gonna put myself in that category as well. But it, it's a it's a real. I don't even say respect, but it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what yeah. we did or what was established in, no one can ever take that away from us. Any mashups, any collaborations we did. Like I said, I keep all my episodes from 2016 up until this point. If we ever talk after we record it, it's still up. Because it's something that that person shared that someone can take, you know, note to and implement or use it in their, you know, walks of life. So, yeah, just just don't be afraid. You can't take everybody with you is the point. You cannot take everybody with you. And everybody don't want to go with you. Right. right. So don't force it. Please right. don't force it. This right here, what you listening to across your ears or through your skull or airwaves is organic. Mhm. Mhm. No question. One hundred percent organic. A lot of y'all don't. I'm gonna drop a slight secret on y'all. I know how it is when me and Murph record, right? And I know how it is when Murph records with some of the other the brothers and sisters that he named. This stuff ain't scripted, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, and no disrespect to those who because I get, I get you got a script out, That's good. you know. That's there's sometimes when scripting out is necessary, but when you have an organic uh, chemistry with certain people, um, you know you don't script you don't script this. This wasn't scripted. Uh, you the the episodes you'll hear on Why Not Sports and, and Flagrant Two not scripted. You know we we have an idea where we're going, but <laughs> you know we just rock and 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 we let it happen, man. So you are witnessing an organic chemistry between two brothers um, who met in this, this content creation game, man. And, you know, it just goes to show that be true to who you are. Yeah. You be true. Don't be lying. Like I told (laughs) Mike, I'm going to see you, Mike. I told him that early in that last year, Mike, I'm coming. Yeah. He always said it like, yo, I'm Yo, you know, I'm coming. You know, I'll be there. And I'm like, all right, man. And and he said it. And I said, yo, you, you come, I got you. You know what I mean? And it was and, and it and it happened, man. And we had a great time, you know, a lot of things that 
was discussed, like he said, you know, that's going to be that's locked away, you know. <laughs> but I love again, the brotherhood, love yeah, y'all. But it was organic. You you came yeah. and it was like you and Penrose showed up and it was like you know we've been kicking it for for years. Right. It wasn't. Right. It felt like the first time meeting in person. So again, man, that's that organic chemistry, man. But look, bro, let these people know where they can find you. Um, if there's anything else you want to share with them, you know, what you got going on or what's coming up next or anything, but please let them know where they can find your work, man, and, and how they can get in touch with you. And, and uh, you know, if they aren't already, man, following man, all of this good stuff that you got going on. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again, Mike, OTR Mike, for having me on uh, Open Mic with the show, man. I appreciate it, brother. You know, I, it's good to be on the other end where you can just uh you know be a little long-winded <laughs> without um without having to lead and host a show but um you know what would be nice for me before i let you world and listeners know where to find me mike put podcast a hall of famer you know i, I came into this game not saying i i, I gotta do this for the fame and fortune Mm-mm. I just came into it to to be able to tell my story because there are times when, when we want to look up people or research people, we have to hear from other people and not from the horse's mouth. So that was something I wanted to do. And that's what I am continuing to do. So I'm thankful for that. So that one day, and this is official. I'm a podcast hall of famer. Mike said it like that, that's all I need. So that time do come when this actual hardwood i'm gonna remember this episode where open mike was like yo i remember mike you said i was a podcaster a podcast hall of famer bruh you spoke it i've never said it never oh man i'm on check out any of my episodes podcast hall of Famer, murder so for them podcasts you know companies out there and whoever else Go ahead and just add to what Big Mike said so we can give me the hardwood and I'll add another one to the trophy case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love receiving hardwood. And it goes back <laughs> I got all my, you know, my 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 wars, my plaques, my picture frames and stuff. So, you know, just continue to add to what I've already got. And that's not including the podcast stuff overall. But you can find me in a list of like Merv, this is, this is you, this is me whether it's the flagrant two flagrant two underscore on Instagram, wherever you find Mike for the most part, exception of YouTube, you can find the flagrant two with the Murph, the real flagrant two. Why not sports? You can find that everywhere as well. Uh, Instagram, why not sports underscore and individually just to kind of, you know, see who I've been able to connect with and collab with www.dmurfspeaks.com needs to be updated. I'll be reaching out to to the team on making that happen just to add a few more people to uh, that great list of people I've been able to collaborate with in episodes. But uh, Instagram and Twitter at It's Dmurf. That's where you can find me. And just thank y'all for uh, allowing me to uh, <laughs> listen, be in your ear. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the homie Pimrose, man. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, man. This was important. You know, I I do look at you as um as a Hall of Famer in this game, man. And and, and you can still be a Hall of Famer playing in this game, you know. Um, you know, I recently said the same about uh BTG, man. And I, I think you guys are and a host of other ones, but you guys are, are are really good at what you do, you know, and um, thank you. And I'm about, you know, this is a year for me about giving people flowers while they, you know, while they're here, man. Like, you know, we tend to give each other flowers when unfortunately we ain't somebody not around or whatever. Nah, not this year for me. I'm giving people their flowers um, while we're here. That, means a lot. And while they can receive it. So, man, look, Murph, I appreciate you, man, checking in. I know. You know, you this ain't you don't do this often. So I, I sure don't. You know, I, I sure don't, man. I sure don't. <laughs> I Trust me, I've got love. a nice inbox of did you receive my email? <laughs> oh well. I got stuff I gotta do. <laughs> right. So I appreciate this, bro. Um and like I said, man, this is a this is another episode. 
Come on now. But you yes, truly, man. Um, I, I told you I was gonna give you guys some dope guests going forward after my little, you know, sabbatical of, of going away for a month or so. Um, but I told you he giving you gonna, double for your trouble. Yeah, okay. it's it's the heat. The heat is coming, and I'm I'm just gonna bring these dope people before you. Um, look, because I end every show, man. I appreciate y'all checking in with your boy and rocking with me. Uh man, you can follow me on Twitter. And TikTok at OTR underscore Mike, Instagram OTR Mike underscore. Uh, for my audio listeners, I am on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Go over there, check it out. Give your boy a five star rating. I appreciate you in advance. And all my YouTube watchers, or however you want to, if you want to see us, man, go over to YouTube, open mic with OTR Mike, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, hit that like button on some of these other videos, man. Um, Show your appreciation that way, and we appreciate you. All right, Murph, we out of here, man. Again, appreciate you. That's another one, fellas and ladies. I'll holler at y'all next week. We out. Peace.